This is Zaniac Joe Pellerito. And Danny Pellerito. E Z S P E Z S P. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. Give me an E. E. Give me a Z. Z. Give me a S. S. Give me a P. P. What's that spell? Espa. What's that spell? Espa. All right, listen. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast show. Yeah, that's what it is. Please welcome Mr. Eric Zane. for uh, showing something so traumatic. Some real trauma there. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast. This is the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. My gosh. And we do it in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The show is streamed live audio video live stream on Twitch at 8 a.m. Eastern time on each of those days. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane live or twitch.tv. Same thing. Slash Eric Zane live. Eric Zane live all one word. If you would, please go there, whether you watch the live stream or not, and click the follow button. Then, you you know, somebody like, I ain't going to do that Twitch shit. I ain't going to do that. I'm no way, man. Ah, just do me that one thing. I don't think it's that too much to ask. It really does help in some way, shape, or form. Because eventually, you know, you might be like, hey, hey, man, I like that Twitch shit. That's when, he, that's when you can see him and stuff. I don't know. But uh, nevertheless, uh, it is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. And uh, yeah, they're, in, they're doing kind of like a particular makeover there. Uh, m- more on that coming up. But um, uh, they're, they're very, very proud. Of, uh, of things going on there. And I'm proud of them. Watching their business grow. Helping their business grow as best uh, as I can. By getting the word out. That is my job to tell you about them. That is how we've been able to do what we've been able to do. Podcast. For going on three years. Uh, a a chit chat each and every day. Throw in some sponsors. You engage the sponsors. We have a podcast. Boom. We are in business. If you ever want to reach out to me, correspondence, do it on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Shoreliners striping, not doing much striping at this time of the year. This time of the year, typically Shoreliners striping, the employees at work at Shoreliners striping, are professional referees and linesmen in the American Hockey League and the East Coast Hockey League. That's right. Uh, referee Tim Mayer is uh, the uh, brain trust behind that. And then, uh, you know, when it warms up, he's striping parking lots. He's the guy with the machine painting the yellow lines to make them look crisp and clean in the parking lot. They also sweep parking lots and they paint athletic fields. If you ever need more information, shorelinersstriping.com. All right. Uh, Where do I want to go right now? 
Oh, it's Meathead Wednesday. That's right. Dear Meathead, with my beloved 87-year-old father. Uh, 54 minutes until we bring him on. Uh, I have one, I believe, one question so far. Okay. If you ever do send a question via email, if you would in the subject line, write Dear Meathead or something Meathead so that when I search for it by name, it pops up. Dr. Jim Barry has a question. I think Kate might have had one too last week, and I'm not sure if I got to it or not. You know, Kate, that uh, sex trafficker. I am not a sex trafficker. I know. It's a joke. Relax. Uh, so if you want to send it along on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Both questions are uh, pretty basic. What is your favorite uh, Christmas tradition? I, I know what he's going to say with that. Pretty much uh, similar. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas holiday memory? What is your favorite Christmas holiday tradition? That's the thing with those. These uh, very simple questions usually lead to something fun. I will say that I'm a little bit concerned about visiting the man. With a um, Omicron uh, variant that is uh, much more contagious than anything we've seen before. It's just sweeping the nation. All the kids are doing it. Um, Omicron, Omicron, Omicron. All right. They don't have any real hard data. They just keep seeing that the numbers are doubling at a, uh, at a substantially greater rate than what they did with the already... Uh, super contagious uh, Delta variant. So I don't know if I necessarily want to get my dad sick. And I'm not like some of you idiots who are like, well, you know, I got antibodies, so I'm safe. Well, yeah, I know, but that's not the point. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to get the vaccine because uh, uh, I'm young and uh, at least likely that I'll be affected. Well, yeah, I know that, but... uh, you know, the longer you dummies keep allowing this to uh, uh, become transmissible between people, okay, uh, the less you do to aid this scenario, the greater the risk that our next mutation, what if, what if it's, you know, not 0.003% fatality, 10% fatality, all of you Fucking patriots are going to be running to the clinic. You're going to be like, where? You're going to rip off the sleeves of your shirt. You're going to run and you go, give it to me. I can't take it anymore. Now it's real. We told you. Hang on. I got to drink this coffee. One more. All right. Um, I bring that up because my brother says to me, okay, hey, we got to go see dad um, for uh, Christmas. What are you thinking? And I said, okay, how about, I mean, I'm really jam-packed, but how about Sunday, December 26th? Me, Queen of the Forest, whoever else I can get over here, probably not the NFK, and uh, go see Dad. And uh, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'll bring my family too. And And then he goes, well, we got to make sure Dad does not have a problem with this because he's like, 
here's the thing about my dad. Um, and I don't know why this is, but he'll be like, oh boy, I don't want people. I don't want people coming over, but then he will go places. He'll like go to Home Depot. He'll go to Charity Scam Mike's house with like two other families there. But the idea, and then you can say to him, uh, I, I, I try not to argue with him, okay? 87-year-old dementia patient. I don't know if I want people to come over here. And I go, yeah, um, this, I haven't done this, but if I were to say, yeah, I, I know, but um, you see, it, that doesn't make sense when you will travel to places like Charity Scam Mike's house with three other families there. And, you know, it's it's right there in front of you. I spell it out for him. And he goes, no, I don't want to do it. So it's tough getting through to him. So I said to my brother, I go, well, let's do this. Let's tell him, and we're going to do this. The plan is if he's not comfortable, or at least offer this before he has a chance to say no, dad, we're going to get tested right before we go to your house. How does that sound? And then hopefully he'll buy that. If not, eh, we miss. We do what we can. So, uh, Meathead, in now 48 minutes, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Last night, Grand Rapids Gold basketball game. I even wrote on my sheet here, my little show plan, Grand Rapids Drive. Old habits die hard. The one guy who works as like a trainer for the team, he walked up to me after the first game. And this is at the second game because, you know, you referred to us as a drive uh, uh, once or twice. I think I mentioned this once. And I went, now, what I wanted to say was, like, oh, yeah, uh, excuse me. Um, do I come walking over to the bench and admonish the players when they bounce it off of their fucking foot? Uh, or when there's a flagrant foul, do I do I come over here and give you a pep talk when shit goes down in your world? Get the fuck out of here. Yes, it's my, for seven years I've called them the Grand Rapids Drive. Uh, give me a fucking break. I walk in there, and the owner of the team, his name is Steve. He says, hey, uh, are you going to be here tomorrow too? meaning today and I go yes yes I'll be he goes, oh thank god thank god and I go oh uh all right so I'm not exactly sure what that means um but I do know this when it comes to PA announcing there is nobody nobody on the planet who is allowed to do what I am allowed to do. Because when I am at the microphone, I'm trying to do it as like an MC, more like an MC hosting a game as opposed to a PA announcer reading names. A huge difference. Case in point. One of the timeouts for the basketball game, well, every, every, uh, every game we do this, we do something called the knocker ball challenge race. Okay, so you have the red team and the blue team. And these are those 
uh, big giant orb balls that are inflatable and you get in them and you run and you smash into each other. Okay. And what they do is the red team and the blue team are next to each other. Each, each contestant in an orb on one end of the court, there's a timeout. You've got uh, 90 seconds to do this. Okay. While the teams talk to the coaches and there's a TV timeout or a radio timeout, whatever. So you got to move. All right, well, it's the VizCom Knockerball Challenge. Here's our team. Joey and Pauly are taking on Steve and Jenny. Uh, the red team, one member of the red team, and one member of the blue team is going to race down the court to the opposite end, around the cone, and race back. And then their teammate is going to do the same thing. Whatever team crosses the finish line first wins the VizCom Knockerball Challenge. On your mark, get set, go. So... One person from the red team, one person from the blue team will run down the court, around the opposite end, like by the other foul line, and then they turn around. At that point, they intersect, and they, like, smash into each other, so one of them goes flying. It's hilarious, okay? That's it. One red team member, one blue team member runs down. They intersect, smash into each other. They run back, and then the, op the other one, the other red team member, the other blue team member, they go down, and then they do the same thing. Whatever team crosses the finish line first wins. Hey, you've won tickets to an upcoming gold game. Congratulations. Thank you so much for playing. Now, back to the action. This is easy. I knew we were in trouble when these four uh, dipshits lined up. Okay? They just looked in their little knocker balls like the, the, something wasn't, like they weren't getting it. You know? And I'm like, this is not hard. And so I'm just, I just got a funny feeling this isn't going to work out. And again, seven years doing this for seven years on your mark, get set, go. And one red team member, which is appropriate, starts running down the court and two blue team members start running down the court. They have fucked up the knocker ball challenge. And, and it's like, as soon as they go, it's like, it's ruined. There's no, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. You can't reline him up because you've got limited time. Players are getting ready to take the court. And I'm just disgusted. And I'm actually on the microphone saying, oh, my God, I cannot believe how dumb you are. I, I, in all my years of doing this, I have never seen this. Get off the court. Get out of here. Everybody, everybody off. And I'm actually saying this into the microphone. I go, you have just ruined one of my favorite whatever. One of everybody's favorite points in the game. All we want to do is see people smash into each other. And the blue team that screwed this up, get off the court. And I said, in fact, all four contestants of the knocker ball challenge have to leave the arena. You have been kicked out. You can no longer stay here. And so then the crowd is just eating it up. They're laughing. I look over at Steve, the owner. He's giving me thumbs up. He's like, yeah, give it to him. Fuck him up. So, you know, that's kind of what I do there. Perfect example. Uh, no one else will do that. I will do that at the hockey games, interact on that level with people. It's less about announcing names, more about when gameplay is not going on. If fans are looking at their phones, I'm failing. They are not to be looking at phones. They need to be looking at what we're doing on the court. It's If you can keep them entertained for the whole time that they're there, they will Come back. It's huge. Stand by. Okay. Especially a game like yesterday where they did not, well, they got their ass kicked 
by the uh, the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Okay. I get to the arena and Steve, the owner, says, yeah, are you going to be here? Yes, I'll be here. And then I sit down. There's a bunch of kids at the scorer's table, kids, young people. I would guess 22, 21. So you got Ben, Hayden, um, Nolan, and Noah. These four dudes combined age like 30. One dude controls the video board. Another dude controls the music. Another dude controls the soundboard. And uh, they're, they're all, you know, all to my right. And they go, oh, my God, the other guy sucks. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? That's not true at all. Like, oh, my God, this is so, we're so glad you're here. He, he didn't even know how to do the defense chant. I'm like, what? Okay, now, I've talked about this. The coach of the team, Jason Terry. He actually is like a cheerleader. And in games, he has turned around and like urged the crowd to do the defense chant. Defense. 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 So playing off of that, I started to actually do what I just did. Key points in the game. Intensity's building late in the game. You need to stop. I will actually say into the mic, defense. And then I'll hit the mic. Defense. And then the fans get it, and then they take it over. Defense. Defense. And it's fun. The poor dude who fills in for me when I'm not there, he thought they were speaking a different language, apparently. Because uh, the game ops manager, his name is uh, JD. JD? JB? He says, Matt, can you do a defense chant? But apparently he wasn't uh, descriptive enough because how it came out the speakers was defense, 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 defense. And all the fans like, wait, what? Huh? How do we? We don't know how to do that. He's actually going defense, 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 defense. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. How did you do that? So that was bad. That made things a little weird. Uh, Holy shit. So, I am apparently the shit at the games. They love me. Before the game, I see a name on the other team. First name, Goga. G-O-G-A. Second name. Or last name, B-I-T-A-D-A-Z-E or something like that. And I go, Goga Batat Bit. Bidadazi. Goga Bidadazi. I go, I bet you that's it. This giant seven foot man. Here's the thing. I did complete racial profiling. I wanted to get the exact pronunciation. Turns out I was wrong. Okay. I was wrong on the last name. The Fort Wayne mad ants are warming up. No one from the team personnel is like at the bench. It's just the team warming up. And I go, well, which one of these guys is going to be Goga, whatever his name is. And there's 12 black guys and one seven foot tall, pale as shit, white man. So I used all of my racial profiling skills and I determined that that giant white man was Goga. 
Now, I know you're keeping your fingers crossed that that is not Goga, but it was. And so he does a layup. Uh, a layup. He comes wandering back. This is seven foot tall. And here's me, 5'7", Eric. And I, I go, Goga. And he goes, me? And I go, yeah, come on over here. I go, hey, I'm trying to get the pronunciation of, he's from the country of Georgia. I'm trying to get the pronunciation of your name. And he's looking at me like, uh, oh, uh. I go, do I say, Bidadaze. Deepest shit voice. Not even close. And I'm like, well, we're not playing a fucking game here, Goga. We don't need a reprimand, I'm thinking. I don't dare say it to his face. Maybe a, oh, no, actually, it's a Bidaze. Or Bidaze. That's how you say it. Goga Bidaze. And I go, Bidaze. He goes, yeah. I go, Bidaze is correct. Okay, thank you, Goga. Sounds like a fucking character in Street Fighter. Goga Badaze. Sonic Boom. The whole game, Goga Badaze is doing something known as a moving screen. Illegal move. You cannot do this. Head coach of the Grand Rapids Gold, Jason Terry, is having a fit. Every time... The Fort Wayne Mad Ants come down the court. Goga Badaze does a moving screen. So they're doing like a, if he if he's setting a pick, if Goga is just standing there and then his own player is going to run by him, which then his body being there will block off the goal defender and he has to move around him. It slows the flow. After the guy moves around him, Goga will roll to the basket, and then the guy who had the ball hits him with the pass the whole game. Goga's getting this fucking ball and stuffing it in like a boss. Shit, fuck. The coach is losing his mind. By the way, this is the first time I've ever seen this. We had three lady refs in the game. Never have I seen that before. They, they got a nice picture before the game, you know, one of those deals. Big moment. Um. So the coach is losing his mind as Goga Badaze is doing a moving screen the whole game and it's fucking up. Did I say drive? I might have said drive earlier. Fucking up the goal the whole game. Uh, so that's it. We got our ass kicked. That was it. Uh, tonight at the world-famous Deltaplex, which, by the way, um, you know, I have been fired before for making fun of a shot clock. Okay? Remember that. Last night, we were having issues with the video equipment. It was bad. The dance cam was all screwed up. I am going to resist the urge to indict uh, Joel Langloy. Not that he can really do anything. Well, I guess he could. Because if you remember, when I got shit canned six years ago, um, I also got fired from the from the at that time the Grand Rapids Drive and I you know I looking back on that I'm like why did they do that I mean it's not like I I I called uh, uh, him something horrible I said he had dungarees and he needs to fix his shit I boy that was a fucking disaster and then sure enough like eight months later I run into uh, a guy named Wes Weir and he goes hey you want to come back and I'm like yeah well why the fuck did you fire me in the first place whatever tonight uh isaiah thomas 
is going to be at the Deltaplex. And as soon as I heard that, I went, oh, from the Detroit Pistons back in the day, the bad boys. Wow. Is it like Isaiah Thomas night or something? Is he going to sign autographs and, and, and then sexually harass women? Is that what's going on? No, 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 no. This is uh, spelled differently. I-S-A-I-A-H. Isaiah Thomas, former NBA all-star, is trying to make his way back to the NBA. He is playing for the Grand Rapids Gold tonight, and then there is a uh, league-wide showcase in Las Vegas that he is hoping to impress some teams and uh, get back to the NBA. I think he had suffered an injury some time ago to his hip or something like that. And uh, so he's trying to, so he's playing with the gold. So that's cool. Uh, side note, the uh, fearsome foursome at the scorer's table, that would be uh, Ben Hayden. Um, wait a minute. Ben Hayden. What's the other guys? Nolan and Noah. I said to those guys, I go, so I do this podcast and you dumbasses should listen. And they're like, what? You do a podcast? This is an example of how screwed up radio is. And I go, yeah, I've been doing a podcast for, for many, many years. And uh, you you guys would love it. I'm probably going to talk about you on it. Okay, we'll check it out. And then um, the, I go, yeah, I used to be on the radio in Grand Rapids. They go, what, what, uh, what is the station? Now, these guys are in their early 20s. And I go, um, have you ever heard of 97.9 GRD? And I always ask it like that because you never know. And they go, no, we have never heard of that. Is that not ridiculous? So many people just don't listen to the radio these days. All right. I have a guest that's going to join us in like three minutes. And um, before I bring him in, I want to update you that the great food giveaway number two picked up another 75 bucks since the last time we spoke. First of all, sexy voice Andrea. uh, I'll just uh, spoiler alert. She won uh, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia against Dale. She won $50. She gave it back. You're very sweet. Then I got a um, donation from Lisa K for $25. That's a $75 day. We are at $3,731.79. I anticipate spending $3,300 of your money, uh, your donations, on food for the great food giveaway that happens Thursday, December 23rd at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. That event is happening at 3 p.m. And I need you to help me spread the word so that we can get recipients who will drive up and will put the food into their cars. A Christmas meal, including a ham, a pie, rolls, corn, gravy, potatoes. A box of food. I went to go make a uh, Facebook event and I'm blocked from Facebook. They won't even let me make an event. So I'm going to need someone to make an event on Zaniacs United and then share it, and then uh, I'm going to send, we can send that off. I'll get the link and send that off to Kids Food Basket. They can share it. And then the Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance, they can share it. And if you would share it too. So I'll, I'll, I'll get uh, the behind-the-scenes details of that uh, taken care of after the show today. Um, I'm also going to need volunteers. I've got a sign-up sheet that I don't want to sh- uh, share with you right this second, but I will share it. Um, on uh, probably tomorrow's show. But we're going to start at 3 p.m. on Thursday, December 23rd. Uh, Blind Saul is the uh, uh, event foreman. He's going to have his cane there. And if anybody starts slacking, he's going to bash you in the back with it 
like uh, you're, you're in Singapore getting caned. Okay, Saul is not going to take any shit and he's going to be striking people if he senses through his uh, spider sense that you are not working. Okay, 3 p.m. start time. 2 p.m. is staging time at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Any extra money is donated after we pay for the food to Kids Food Basket. Mike Ball reached out to me yesterday. And said, Zane, have you called Fox 17? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, you should. Ding dong. I did. See, I owe it all to you guys. You helped me so much. Um, so Fox 17 is going to, um, in all likelihood, do a story a couple days beforehand to help us get the word out for people who need food and day of. It's going to be fun. Wear your Santa Claus hats. Santa Pellerita will there. Uh, Santa Pellerita will be there, and the walking human megaphone, Sarah Rook Rockrush, will be screaming at motorists to uh, make a turn and come get the food. Okay, before we get to our guests, the open of this show is brought to you by Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. Flooring installation made easy, the most affordable that you can possibly imagine. Uh, imagine. I'm smashing my words together, my God. So what you do is you rip out the old flooring. You get the room ready. Then you wait two years like I do. Then you call Bennett. 616-318-0167. They will show up. They will measure. They will install it professionally and perfectly. You will save money. And it won't look like shit. Thank you very much to Bennett Flooring Installation. Also, for your assistance in the great flooring giveaway. For offering all of that free flooring and free labor. You guys are the best. The flooring that I want you to buy, I want you to buy it from Johnson's Carpet One Floor at Home, Floor and Home in Granville, Michigan. Now, there's two stores there's the main store, and then there is the discount outlet. Deep, deep discounts on so much flooring. And I we have just found out the Eric Zane Show discount. When you go in there and you pick out your already discounted flooring, mention me, save 10% off the top. Okay? So you walk into there. It's a, it's a warehouse. There's a fork. I can't drop the E out of you is on a forklift. Oh, hey, I'll be with you in a second. Pick out what you want. Uh, I've got a 300-square-foot room. Okay, yeah. These, this is what we have in surplus. And it's remarkably cheap because we bought so much of it. That's how they do it. Darwin, who runs the show over there, he's the owner. He gets on the phone with all the big distributors, Mohawk, Shaw, and has a semi-truck deliver tons of flooring and carpeting. And because he buys so much, he gets it dirt cheap. You pay hardly anything for it. Well, you pay a lot less than you would anywhere else at Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home. Granville, Michigan, the discount outlet is right behind Little Caesars. Go there, mention my name, save 10%. All right. After that, go get dinner at Bosco's Pub. Uh, now, yeah, you never know when Eddie Money will be there or Kevin Kuyper's dad. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. Okay. Find them online. Click the button for directions, and then you get there. Right to Bosco's Pub. The drinks are stiff. 
The burgers are the best and award-winning. I had the olive burger. It won an award. Grand Rapids Best 2021 Best Olive Burger. Now, I understand that's a specialized taste. Not everybody likes olive burgers, but man, there's a long list of unbelievable burgers there. Affordably priced. Isn't that... You go there, you get the burger and the fries. If you go to any other hot chain restaurant, you're going to pay 19 bucks for a hamburger. Fuck that shit. Come on. Bosco's Pub. Check them out online, boscospub.com. Ding dong. I have a guest on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Um, let's bring him in. Hey, how are you, Sticks? Good to good to, good to, good to hear you. Good to hear you too. I mean, thanks for thanks for actually uh, you know letting me have the time on the show. I'm glad you're here. Now, uh, I'm I just just for clarity, your camera is intentionally off, correct? That's right. I, I saw the uh, the number you did on Captain Subpar. I don't need that. Uh, Captain Subpar was uh, someone else who pissed me off after another massive horrible attack. And uh, and I unloaded on him. Did you know that he has a channel where he reviews uh, Power Rangers? Are you aware of that? Uh, you, yeah, I heard that from the show when you mentioned it. And I'm I don't need anyone criticizing the uh, action figures I stick up my ass. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> okay, good. Now I bring you on because um, I've seen your name on uh, on the subreddit. I've seen your name on the Freeburn Hot Wings subreddit a hell of a lot more uh, on on my subreddit. And and you're. It's interesting because I think you like this show more, you, but you contribute to their subreddit more than mine. Or I mean, what's what's going on? How would you describe you as a listener of both shows, or maybe one or the other? Tell tell me what's going on in your head. I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, their subreddit is more active, right? So I mean, if I'm just going to engage with that content, there's just more more ammo over there, you know. Okay. Um, I would say for your show. They, I'd say you have higher highs and lower lows, and for them, it's just you know, I mean, you know what it is. It's just the boring sort of vanilla all day. <laughs> um, what what do you mean by uh, high highs, low lows? Ex- explain. I mean, do you, do you have something more than than just that? I mean, I, I'm curious. Yeah, well, I want to I want to explain something first. That I actually I used to work for one of your affiliates, so I, I kind of have a you know a little knowledge of the show we've met before we did a station event together so um, you know i, I kind of know you guys from way back but you know your show has a lot more uh, i would say more diverse content and it's more interesting your stories are more interesting but those other stuff like the um yeah, obviously i was letting you have it over the joe stuff that's what i would call a low low or i'm like okay yeah. you did not like that i put ashley on no i mean like listen if you want to trash our show that it's a it's a ammo rich environment you know you don't you don't have to go there there's plenty to, to why not track. how what's come that? how come i can't go there i mean they're on the radio i mean what's wrong with me listening to them and then and then talking about it oh yeah that, that's fine like talking about it, it, it again this is all just my opinion but no, that's okay um, that's okay i mean that's why you're here i actually appreciate you coming on here that not everybody would do what you're doing and, and that, so you know like their, their show is boring and formulaic and you know got hot wings is just a nightmare to listen to. Like you could put that on Guantanamo Bay and you can make fun of that all day long. But, you know, obviously, as you mentioned, Joe was having a tough time with his personal stuff. And that to me was, you know, unsavory to start dipping your toes in there. Well, here's the thing. 
Um, I will say this, and I don't know if it's eventually all going to come out, but I tend, and as you know, I call bullshit when I, when I smell it. And um, though Joe was bad because yet another horrible breakup because he treats women horribly, obviously, um, why, uh, him then while he's having this moment when he's trying to admit defeat takes others down while he's doing it. And that was my, my big problem with all of that. And you wrote, Oh no, kudos to Joe for really opening up on the radio. That takes guts. What did you, what did you mean about it takes guts for him to open up on the radio? I mean, I think we all have different, you know, sort of baselines for our, our comfort on these things. You mentioned on your show that you've cried on the air before. And, you know, that you're not criticizing that. You're not, like, making fun of him for doing that. No. I, th- I think Greg's cried on the air before a couple of times. And there's, you know, that's fine. That's that's. But he hasn't. You know, he's never really, that's never been part of his, I don't know, shtick or character, if you will, to to open up like that. So in, for him, as particularly, it seems like he's obviously not comfortable exposing himself in that way. So I've, you know, as an individual, it seemed like it would take more guts for him to do that than it would for you based on just personal comfort. Well, I think him showing emotion is one thing, but when you open up and you're showing your vulnerability, he was doing fine instead until he got into a couple of, uh, he got into the weeds with the finger pointing and things like that. And that to me, if you're going to admit you have problems, it's not the best look to bring others down at the same time. I, my net's your, that's your opinion. That's fair. I don't think that's new though. Like all this stuff with his ex-girlfriends and you know, we've, we've known about that. Now, wait a minute now, wait a minute. If you're going to sit there and say, I've look, uh, Hey man, I I've, I've been a horrible boyfriend or this, that, and the other thing. Cause he actually said at one point, I'm just sorry yeah. that that he's sorry that he hurt Rachel, which was the young lady who broke right. up with him and and headed for the hills. Um, if you're going to do all that, it just seems like if you offer the reasons why uh, you you think you have problems and you list traumatic stunts, you refer to yourself as a little boy. What did you think about him referring to himself as a little boy when he was doing stunts? Yeah, I don't necessarily. I think that's a little sort of uh, mischaracterizing. You know his own. He was obviously an adult. He's in his twenties or whatever. I would. He's if he's loud enough to or old enough to drink. I don't. I would consider him a little boy. What do you think about? Okay, so he was twenty three, well, twenty four. The other thing is that in that state, I mean, obviously you heard it, and it, on one hand, it was compelling to listen to because again, on such a, a godlessly boring show, that really sticks out. You know, so I listened to it. it was two segments, but it was also incredibly meandering and you know it seemed like a guy who was in a highly emotional state and didn't really have any words put together right. anyway I, I that's me giving him a little forgiveness yeah you know, for, maybe for maybe that. maybe perhaps um i um the idea that um because one of my big problems was first of all the indictment about stunts was traumatic to him and, and Greg and Chris did not acknowledge, well, wait a minute. Hold on a second, Joe, because th- I was in the room. I, I, I helped create that whole element of Joe stunts. Right. And, and the idea that Joe was, he 
referenced on the show that it was almost like he was forced to do this against his will. And there, that is the furthest thing from the truth. That's problem number two that I've now brought up. Little boy saying he's a little boy is a problem. Indicating that he was doing this and was forced to do it. And he had no say in it. Greg, who's... I, I mean, I don't give a fuck about Greg. I can't scan, uh, stand that guy, but I will give him credit sure. for this. He all the time was like, Joe, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to go here? And Joe's like, yes, absolutely. I'm fine with it. So for him, a decade, more than a decade later to go, the reason why I'm an asshole boyfriend is because of trauma when I put Icy Hot on my balls and I was threatened with being fired. That is all bullshit. Every single bit of it. it th there is nothing true about what he said. It's a lie. And I, you obviously, you were there, and, and so obviously, I mean, you're you're the word there, and I, I totally believe you on that. Uh, but I didn't. The way that you kind of um, I interpreted you you going about it was that it, you almost took it as a personal attack on you, like he kind of like like almost that he exonerated Greg and Chris, but then said, "Well, you, it's not you guys, meaning you two. So therefore, it must be Eric. Right. I didn't. I, I didn't take it that way. That, that's where I thought you. That's were okay. That's okay. And honest, so. some some did, some didn't. Um. Uh. You know. I and the ones that didn't take it that way, well, were like, "Oh my God, you're making it." You even said it. You're making it all about you. This has nothing yeah, to do yes. with you. And that's absolutely your opinion. You're entitled to it. However, again, I come from being there, and I know kind of what makes these people tick. And if only yeah. if only Eric, Joe, Freebear, and Hot Wings are coming up with all of this and he exonerates people in front of him, no one else ever talked to Joe about stunts. We didn't we didn't like run around and, and address management and sales staffs. We would sit there in the studio when we're dog tired after a show and come up with some stunts. That's it. It's, it was, that's, it was, that's why it was, I say my interpretation was that, you know, from listening to that, that you guys, meaning you, the other show members, uh, weren't a member or not a, a part of that, you know, forcing him to do it or he'd be fired or whatever, that this was like a corporate or like a PD or something yeah. like that. No, no, it was, it was, uh, it, the way I interpreted it is the way I still believe he meant it, but whatever that, that, that's only a small problem I have. It's the big picture sure. of Joe's, uh, grandiose. Uh, event on the air when he for a long time talked but didn't really say a lot and everybody kind of bought into it and that's classic manipulation of narcissistic behavior my first question that I would ask and I talked about this is um is is if I worked there I would say excuse me um you just indicated that uh you have never taken your mental health seriously Okay, he talked about how he would lie to counselors, how he would wouldn't uh, he he felt uncomfortable, which is happens. My next question is, well, then how can we believe that you've taken your alcoholism seriously? That's that's my next question. Are you are you taking any substances in your body right now? Because I I honestly believe that there's more to this that that we're being told, and I think that that's a that's a very that should be a very big concern. And that's fair. I, you know, from my perspective, all I have is that those two segments to make that judgment on. Yeah. Um, okay. Then we get into Ashley. You right. think that she should, she should not be on my show. She should do her own thing with her own Twitter followers. In fact, you bastard, you wrote, <laughs> you wrote, listen, 
Even Zane suggested she could just do a Facebook Live. I'm guessing the average 20-something female has more Facebook friends than Zane has listeners anyway. So there you go. Thank you for that. Uh, yes, I did say that. <laughs> and and uh, which is probably true, by the way. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, here here is the long and the short of it. Um, just under a year ago, Ashley reached out to me and I don't know if I, th- I may have talked about this before and she wanted, she is sick and tired of being mentioned on the show alluded to referenced and everybody has gone after her because of this dog incident, which we haven't really gotten into, but everybody has only heard Joe's side about dog theft and doxing and shit like that. Correct. I mean, you haven't heard from yeah. her about that. Correct. Correct. Okay. So how can you and all of that bunch, uh, uh, without hearing anything she says about those those uh, moments in time, how can you, because you seem very reasonable, how can you form an opinion about her if you've never heard what she has to say? Well, you're no, you're absolutely right. And, you know, originally when you went over Joe's statements and all that and said, I'm going to have her on the show. And I was like, this is a bad idea. I, I don't, this doesn't sit well with me. And then you had her on the show. I was like, well, I at least got to listen to it to to see what she says. Like, even though I think this, I don't like the idea of it. And I listened to it and I was hoping to hear those types of things. But that's the problem is that she had the platform, but I didn't get anything from her that said that this was worth doing, that that I now have a new perspective that makes me look differently. The dog stuff, the doxing throwing his laptop what i don't know all this other stuff you know the things that really came up in the air that made her look like a like a cartoon villain like none of that stuff was cleared up she didn't look any better in my eyes so it now came across as we didn't get her side of the story we just got sort of the like soap opera you know drama bullshit for for i don't know whatever reason views or personal uh you know um satisfaction or whatever it is so if you're going to shoot the shot, I, I think I, I would have needed more. So you're more telling me you're telling me that if radio show uh, says she assaulted someone and then also radio show says uh, fake the pregnancy, her saying that's bullshit and here's why that's not good enough. The, the I, I, There was some guy in your, your Reddit that I was going back and forth with and this guy just could not understand basic words but i didn't the whole pregnancy thing i didn't hear their show say that she was faking a pregnancy that was not i did not hear that said. they said that she claimed that joe was the father and that was not true negative negative and this is what not from that yes or no joe said and she was pregnant with my baby and then hot right. wings said, said and she wasn't. wasn't she wasn't what just to clarify Okay, so if you want to split hairs, if you want to split hairs, I guess I guess you could say, yes, he could have been referring to she wasn't pregnant at all or she wasn't pregnant with Joe's baby. Well, pick your poison because I think both of those things are pretty a pretty terrible thing to imply about any woman, frankly. Implying that she wasn't pregnant with his baby is not insulting. Really? She was pregnant with my baby. Hubbing says she wasn't, meaning she wasn't pregnant with his baby. Well, now, I, if, I, now, I, if, now if she said she was pregnant with Joe's baby and it turns out it was someone else's baby, 
that would be pretty gross, right? It's, it's to me, if that was a false claim, but again, that wasn't what she cleared up on your show. She didn't say Joe was the father and they lied. You know what I mean? Oh no. Well, she said Joe was pregnant or I'm sorry. She said she was pregnant with Joe's baby. She absolutely cleared that up. And, and you said, well, Hey, uh, you just said that if you imply that uh, you're pregnant with someone else's baby, that's not, that's not a, a offensive or whatever you said. I can guarantee you it offended her both ways because we spoke about it. She, uh, her, her, what she wanted to do there. You see, here's how this goes. This is, this is essentially what's happened here. Um, and this is what I've complained about with this fucking show forever. They're smart enough to needle and push you just to the point where your head's about to explode. And if anybody has ever wronged the free beer and hot wing show, this is how they operate. Okay. They won't come out and say it, but they'll do everything to imply what is actually happening. So they talk about the doxing. They talk about the dog theft. They talk about her being a psycho. She hears about it for from that point till up till uh, just under one year ago. She reaches out to me and says, I want to get on your show and I want to, I want to talk about this. I say, no, I'm not interested. Okay. Then this incident happens when fuckhead Joe has ruined yet another relationship with another woman who finally comes to her senses and dumps him. He cries, blames everybody, and then that's the last straw. She's like, you know what? Now I want to talk because she's had it. That's all that this is. She was minding her own business, doing, not even caring about anything. She still hears from people who attack her on social media from time to time, but she has to bite her tongue, bite her lip about all, the, about all these things. It finally happens again, and now she wants to talk about it. That's what you have here. Yeah. I, no, I totally understand, but it's, it's, it was a questionable look, in my, in my opinion, for you to, to facilitate that. Why do you say that? I mean, I, what 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 is wrong? I mean, I have an axe to grind with him. I don't like those people. I have a chip right, on my shoulder. Everybody that, knows I, that. There is nothing yeah. wrong with me saying, first of all, all the shit professionally Joe said is a lie. And all of the shit they said about a person I know is a lie. There is Why, why does that look bad to bring it up? So you're telling me they have the right to say fucking lies on a radio show heard all across the country, but the second I stand up for myself and she stands up for herself, that's not a good look? Uh, no, I'm saying, first off, she's not a member of your show, so it's not like she, you know, she's not defending herself, or, or rather, she wouldn't, you're not, you're giving a platform she wouldn't have, and I said, and you said on your own show she could do a Facebook Live video, which is where I got the idea from, Um so and you defended yourself based on the, you know, implying or your, yeah. your presumption that he was talking about you saying that you would get fired if you didn't do stunts. You did that fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's not a show member. She's, you know, she's just a civilian and I understand that they have the radio show and she doesn't, but I mean, <laughs> that's life. All right. I appreciate it. I guess we agree, we agree to disagree. Sticks, uh, you uh, uh, listen via the uh, audio podcast. Twitch, how do you how do you get the show? Podcast. Okay, I appreciate that. I, I listen. Um, you know, we had this whole business, and I obviously I was vocal on on Reddit. I told you I didn't really support this, but uh, I appreciate you. You know. Oh yeah. Reach out, and give me a chance. I had you in Patreon jail. 
I took you off Patreon. No, but. that's all right. Everybody does at one time or another. All right. So, yeah, so I appreciate that. No, no, it's cool. I appreciate the time and uh, appreciate your honesty. You're a million percent wrong, but that's okay. I still love you. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Sticks. Thank you. All right. There you go. Sticks swim champ. Everybody's like, cut him off. Cut him a stop it. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk to him. Why does everybody on this chat try to tell? Why is everybody telling me what to do? Why, why, what, is, what is going on here? You realize that this is, this is turning into, hey, uh, no, you do this. You do, can you give me a break? I, I, I wanted to talk to the guy. And for some of you, it led to some nice conversation. Melissa writes, she doesn't deserve to have her side told. They opened the door, which was my point exactly. You know, it drives me up a wall when I'm trying to have a conversation and you guys are like, no, I'm going to actually turn this off. Fuck. Hours and hours every week of doing this show. Can you just uh, humor me? It's not going to, it's, you you just get through it. Oh God, you don't need to, 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 to write. Oh my God, this is terrible. I'm going to, I'm leaving. Jason Schaefer is a fucking baby. Kent says, yes, she could have done a Facebook live story about how many of the idiot listeners of free and hot wings would have watched it. Exactly. That's my point. Who else was pissing me off on this? JDB3304. Yeah, this guy is dumb. None of us like this. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I like it. Can we please get past trying to tell me what to fucking do? In fact, Schaefer, you fucking giant white gorilla, you're getting a ban. And Dirk, I see you there all of a sudden. Welcome back, Dirk. You're going to love my story about Kroger. Oh, in fact, that was sent from Rob G, who wrote this. This is awesome. Rob G writes this. This story is guaranteed to bring Dirk back. He was lurking the whole fucking time. And then Dirk, who's wrong about everything in the world, writes that she should not have been on your show. Shut the fuck up. She should have filed a defamation lawsuit. Oh, please tell me more. Dirk's favorite words are you should have or they should have. Shut up. The fuck, I, sometimes I want to do shit. You can't sit there and fucking uh, uh, armchair quarterback this shit. The fuck is going on here? Crank. Jesus. Before I get to my dad, a reminder... That Horizon Hydroponics wants to help you with your indoor grow. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. Order online. Orders $250 and more. Shipping is free. Use the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout. You will save 10%. Thanks to Frank the Tank Fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance. Buyinsurancehere.com. 616-914-4070. Can help you out with your uh, workplace insurance, maybe a supplemental policy, Medicare. 
Uh, buying insurance through the marketplace, healthcare.gov. In fact, today is the last day for uh, enrollment in Medicare. Oh, my God. I know these things because of Frank. If you have any questions about any type of insurance, doesn't matter where you are, doesn't matter where you listen, reach out to Frank. You can call or text 614, uh, six, call or text 616-914-4070 or go to buyinsurancehere.com. Uh, Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics, online at jmsynthetics.com. Give the gift of Amsoil Lube for the holidays. You're definitely calling to wake me up, right? Oh, no. Were you sleeping? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good, good morning, dad. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, honey. Yeah? What? Uh-huh. I didn't have the speaker on. Oh, no problem. Okay. Good morning, honey. Good morning. How are you t- doing? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. What's going on in your world? Well, it's, uh, uh really d- dismal day, uh, it's cloudy, and I, I went to get rain last night. It did. It's three days. It's just, just depressing. Yeah, it looks a little weird out there, but, uh, you know, I mean, we'll get through it. You looking forward to Christmas, Dad? Yes, I am. Okay. Hey, how do you feel about, um, like, uh, me and Diana and uh, and your son Jim and Sandy coming to see you guys? Oh, I don't know. Yeah? That, that I got to check with the boss. Okay. Well, maybe we should have a conversation later on today. Yeah, okay. What, just the four of them? Just the four of you guys come? You know, I'm not sure about um, uh, who would all be involved, frankly. Because we called Christmas off here. Because we called off the Christmas with the kids and all that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Wow. But, but yeah. But if we keep it done, well, this is this is what we're thinking. We were thinking that if we visited you, we would uh, take a test the day of. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, like a uh, COVID test to see if there's any issue. Well, I don't. I don't think that you have any issues because you're all vaccinated. Well, no, no, no. That's not true. You can still uh, carry and transmit the virus. Oh, I see. Yeah, that is that is the thing. Well, use your judgment, honey. I don't know. I, I can't. Yeah. Well, I think that that's a that's a safe thing to do. I mean, I wouldn't want to. Uh, I mean, even if you, uh, I'm vaccinated or you're vaccinated, I could still be carrying COVID and give it to you, and then you know something terrible could happen, and I don't want I don't want any part of that. Obviously, I didn't know that. Yes, that's uh, that's absolutely true. But if you're vaccinated, you're you can walk right into it, no problem. Well, if you're vaccinated and you do come down with COVID, you have a greatly reduced chance of anything terrible happening. Yeah, right. But then again, why would you even catch it if you already are vaccinated? Well, um, the vaccination, like I said, it's more for keeping you alive than it is for keeping you from getting COVID. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Man, I hate this. Okay. Uh, hey, I got a question for you. 
Okay. Dear media. Lay it on me. Uh, uh, S, uh, SFD writes, uh, Dean wrote, Dear Meathead, how did you and Joanne meet? Please embellish. Signed, SF Dean. Well, <laughs> I hate to say that because she always brings it to my attention once in a while. I, uh, for some reason or other, she had a girlfriend that uh, uh, I was kind of zeroing in on, oh, on yeah. that one. Uh-huh. And then uh, through her, she had this girlfriend, and then I, Joanne was her friend, you know, and somehow I met Joanne. Okay, so you were kind of like uh, trying to get the phone number of the one girl. And one she- girl, I ended up with Joanne, because the other one was, uh, she was a singer at this bar. Yeah. And uh, she says, Joanne just says she was second choice. Yeah, that's what you just said. That's yeah. what it seems like. Yeah, that's, that's how it was. They appear that way, but no, I, I took a... Okay. she with her, you know. What, did she detect that right then and there? Joanne, did you detect right then and there that you were second choice? No. No, she didn't. <laughs> well, I did know that. I knew he came to meet my girlfriend. Okay. Oh, you hear that? But then you stole his heart. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> she was uh, evasive, uh, you know. And, of course, I swabbed her into my life. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. And, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what I did, but uh, you made me laugh. Uh, she said I made her laugh. And the rest is history, man. If you make a yeah. lady laugh, man, that yeah, is that yeah, is, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. key. I'll tell you, it's the greatest thing ever that happened to me in my life. Well, yeah, you guys have been, jeez, uh, I mean, it. Uh, you know, here's the thing. You know, it took you guys a couple of attempts to find Mr. and Mrs. Wright, you know, and that's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do you think if you had met Joanne when you were 20 years old, you would have stayed married the entire time? Yes. Wow. With what character she has and the personality she has, it's a keeper for life. That is awesome. Well, you guys have always been very romantic and sweet to each other. I've always admired Love each other. Yeah, I've always admired that. You know, that's great. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Not nothing can change that. I do not recall when I first laid eyes on Joanne. Maybe I do. I I think I think uh, you brought us over to the house that Joanne lived in on Cunningham. I think that was yeah, the first time. Yeah, I remember time. you coming in with your instruments. Yes, yes, and I remember Nikki. I remember Nikki in particular. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, she was a baby. Well, she was, well, uh, I was probably 10 years old. She was probably nine. But I remember walking into that house and thinking, because with two daughters, Joanne was uh, had two daughters that were uh, three, but uh, Elizabeth and Nikki were about my age. And I remember Elizabeth, yeah. I was like, oh, she seems like she's uh, easy to get along with. And then Nikki comes in. I'm like, she looks like she's going to kick my ass. <laughs> yeah, she's going to kick my ass. Oh. <laughs> She was a thunderbolt. Oh, just the wars. The wars that we had. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh. I know. There were so many times I was like, Dad, you need to go hit her. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I smacked her one time. Oh. <laughs> one time. And that's when I caught her smoking cigarettes. Oh, no. The, yep. does, uh, does she still smoke cigarettes? No. Okay. All right. She's a hell nut. Oh, that's right. Okay, Dad, here you go. John writes this. Dear Ruben, dear Meathead, I'm curious. What are your thoughts on kids, school-age kids, having cell phones? At what age should a kid be given a cell phone? In reality, she should have a cell phone when she can afford to buy it herself or himself. I don't think we should be buying our kids a cell phone and give it to them. I, I love the fact that you, you're having a conversation and all of a sudden a phone comes out and she, he or she gets on the phone and start having a conversation. That's ridiculous to me. They're constantly texting. Uh, how do you go to school with that kind of an attitude? Well, texting, uh, looking at the internet, you know, doing whatever they do. Sure, and there's so much availability on the internet. You know, that's the thing. I, it, it, it's the ultimate, in my opinion. Let's say I go to your house and I visit with you. And I've, I've actually done this. And at some point, I ever pull out my phone and start looking at it while you are in the room with me. That is a, yeah. that is a huge mistake. Because you what, annoy me when you do yes, that. Yes, what I'm saying there is uh, this is more interesting than you. And that's horrible. Yep, yep. Good, good analogy. Good analogy. Um, so yeah, but, uh, but so anyway, uh, uh, kids should not get phones unless they can pay for it themselves. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yep. Wow. That's, that means they never get a phone. Well, because they they cost a lot. Well, they can get a job. You know, I like the way you're thinking. I, I, I don't know if anybody would actually do that, but, uh, most parents will give in and get their kids a phone. Most will. Eric, no, we grew up. I mean, you know, uh, we didn't have telephones. And we never thought about that. And all of a sudden, when it became gradually popular. Well. I mean, I, listen, even Chloe comes to the house. All of a sudden, we're having some conversation. Here comes the phone. Show me the pictures of this and that and that. The thing that she did. I don't want to see all that. Well, wait a minute. Showing you pictures. What's wrong with showing you pictures? That's like. Uh, you... I don't want to see a lot of pictures. Because showing pictures of dogs. 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 Dogs and dogs. In her case. Well, maybe she wants to share something with you. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, if she's showing she, you pictures. She thinks I should have a dog. What if she's in the. What if Jesus visits her and he's floating above the house and she takes a picture of it? Would you want to see that? <laughs> But listen, I would treat Jesus a little different. <laughs> okay, well, all right. But Chloe is a human being growing up or growing up already. She's just trying to get you to get a dog. And then she's, the whole analogy for me is she wants me to have a dog. Ah, yeah. So What do I need a dog for? Dogs are, you should get a dog. Are you telling oh, me? Oh, I've had dogs. I when you guys were growing up, there were dogs hanging around me all the time. Well, yeah. So, and wasn't that good? It was fine. Well, then what's wrong? Go get a dog. Not anymore. I'm, hey, I got neighbors that would just love to see me petting their dog. In fact, I sit there at the ditch 
when they're coming with their dogs, and a dog comes up to me, and we pet each other, and hello, how are you? You know, and I was like, get the hell out of here. Oh, now. yeah. <laughs> you know. Hey, Dad, uh, I, I, I wrote down a little bit of the description, uh, of this description, and you, you actually said, Chloe is a human being growing up. Yeah. That's right. Yes. It, it, try to become intelligent, but my God, why does a dog have to have something to do with you in your life? Well, come on now. I've, the dogs. Oh, I, I, hey, I, I go to that house. This one dog comes out there and sits at the foot of, foot of the, right by me, right by on my foot. Yeah. I love them. They, they love me. That's fine. But, okay, so if I brought a puppy over and gave it to you and you fell in love with it, what would you do? No, I would never fall in love with it. Oh, I, I, you're crazy. You would, no, I yes, won't. I got would. a neighbor across the street that's got a tiny little thing, and I know quite a bit about it. It barks like hell, but when I stand there, I keep staring at him. It quits barking and starts sniffing well, my you hand. You see, it's perfect. It's hey. perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, you but, need a dog. I don't, I, yeah, like Joanne says, I don't want okay. the responsibility. Okay, so you're saying you don't want to have to let it out, clean up after it, all that stuff. Oh, no way. Yeah. Knowing, yeah, knowing you, Dad, um, I mean, I know how you pick up leaves one at a time and you melt snow. I can just imagine <laughs> what you would do with the dog poop. I'll tell you this. I will never, never hurt a dog or any animal purposely, not at all. Oh yeah, I don't. I I, I, I love didn't. The animals. I didn't suggest that. I mean, that is a God-given creature, especially dogs. I love dogs. Right. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, Dad, that uh, you picking up the dog poo would be a sight to behold. You probably use tweezers. <laughs> no, no, I would not take a shovel and do it. I do that when Lizzie come up here. Aha. The dump, but I and then she picks it up herself. But then again, occasionally I pick up the shovel and pick it up myself. Okay. All right, that's good. <laughs> but I don't know what he says is cracking up. Well, because she's she's picturing you. I mean, you're you're the guy who who takes shovel. <laughs> says, I literally comes over and takes a dump. <laughs> when brings a dog, and that dog takes a dump. Come on now. Gee, uh, cheer up, girl. <laughs> okay, Dad. I don't think they are. Uh, Kate asked, "Dear Meathead, what oh, is it?" Uh, Kate. She's Jay. she's oh. uh she's uh she's sometimes uh known as Jelaine. She says, oh. "What what is your favorite Christmas tradition?" Oh boy, I actually like the gathering. Everybody's happy to gather, but unfortunately, we have a tiny little house, and yeah. when a whole crowd shows up, it's bad news here. You know, but then again, Joanne manages it well. You know, right now this year we can't do it, and uh, well, yeah. I mean we used to have like uh, eight nine people. You know how? Well, nah, ten, about well, oh yeah, she, we were packed in 20. there, man. We were packed in there. Uh, yeah, you've been there. You know how it is. Uh, Doctor Jim says, "What is your most favorite holiday or Christmas memory?" And uh, so, do you has anything pop into your brain about a hilarious moment or something fun that that happened? I really, uh, my famous is, is uh, a childhood, really, when I was much younger. 
No. Uh, did you celebrate Christmas in Iran? Yes. You did? Well, we did, but well, there was a very short term. We we had a uh, yeah, we had a uh, one room that was totally vacant, cement floor and all that, and that's the room that we would put the tree in there, and we would light candles and hold the candles in our hand because fires are definitely dangerous things in that town. I mean, every other day there was a house for them now. So we would light the candle with a little uh, bottle cap uh, on the bottom of it so it wouldn't burn our hands when it drips. And it lasts about 10 minutes, the longest that we ever kept it lit. So wait a minute, Christmas celebration is putting candles on bottle caps? And then hold it by the tree. (laughs) Okay. Christmas tree. We could not, we did not have the mentality of electrical lights that goes on. No, we didn't have the electrical lights that goes on a tree. Yeah, you didn't have, you didn't have the. Decoration uh, was by all down, by candles and and a piece of board or something and hold it in our hands. Yeah. Now, and then uh, just walk around it and uh, have toys in there. Now, uh, Grandpa was a tough guy. Did he give away, like, a free punch in the face for Christmas? <laughs> Grandpa was not around when we were doing that stuff. Oh, well, I know, but your dad was there for some of it, wasn't he? Oh, no. No? Because every I time... I don't remember too much about him around Christmas. No. Every time he, was, he, every time he, he talked... He was dead when oh, I was okay. old enough to... Uh, appreciate Christmas tree. I know, it's just that every time you talk about him, he's like throwing you guys in the river or something like that. I just pictured... Oh, he did. He almost did. Yeah, Yeah. he's a jackass, you know, but uh, all right. Uh, My dad was a mean old dude. No, yeah, it was bad news. Okay, Dad, I wrote this down. Uh, You said fires are a very dangerous thing in that town. Oh, yeah. I mean, there weren't too many Christians in in our area. That had Christmas. Did you ever try to explain Santa Claus or Christmas to one of the area Muslim kids? Because you were surrounded no. by a bunch of a bunch of Muslims. No, I had no relationship with Muslims except one or two guys, and they, we were buddy buddy buddies. This one guy had a fancy jacket, big long jacket in the wintertime. Yeah, and if I was going to go somewhere. Uh, have fun with somebody, and I would borrow his jacket. Okay. And go with it, and then come God. back and give it back to him. Can you imagine if you tried to explain to that guy about Santa Claus, he'd have cut your head off with a sword? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Hey, life it was not, it was normal to us because we're accustomed to it. You know, whatever it was. Yep, yep. Okay. Well, uh, uh, listen, I cried like a little baby when I was maybe uh, 10 years old, 11 years old or something, I needed a, I wanted a tie. Yeah. I had to cry like a baby for my mom to spend the money. Did you say you wanted a tie when you were a little? A necktie. You did? Yeah. I mean, most kids your age might want something fun. I mean, what kind of kid no, plays that, that with? that was my fun. You play with a necktie? No, I would. I needed a necktie to wear. My God! I, can you imagine if a if a if a six year old kid they said, "Hey, Joey, you want well, a?" I was, I was like ten, eleven years old. You want a you want a rocking horse or a race car? No, I want a tie. Yeah, right. No. Oh, hey, we. Oh, yeah. Well, one one gift that I got that was a super gift called Meccano. Hmm. 
that was, you could make all kinds of mechanical things off of that. An erector set. Okay. And did that you? That was the cat's meow. I would dust that sucker every day and put it away. So did you, I, I'm looking at it right now, Meccano. Meccano. Yeah, it's similar to erector set. Yeah, it's erector set, actually. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Did you, um, Did so did you actually get that as a gift? Yes, I did. Okay, now we're talking. That looks fun. So That, that was the most expensive gift I ever got. Oh, you're not kidding. I mean, if you were to get that now, it's like $80. Uh, yeah, well. And, uh, it, was, it wasn't that we didn't have that kind of money. I imagine that back then, Grandma had to maybe trade a couple chickens to get that. I don't remember how I got it, but I got it. Holy cow! So that's what you did. Yeah. Wow, I've never heard that. Well, okay, Dad. I tell you what, we'll have a, uh, a off podcast conversation about what the plan is to come visit you guys. Okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'll call you later on today, and uh, we'll see if we can get uh, some type of concrete plan worked out. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think I, I, th- I, have, I have exhausted my questions. I have nothing more. Is there anything that you want to close with, Dad? Well, you've done well. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to say stay safe and, uh, you know, just uh, you're not really mingling with uh, people, are you? Believe it or not, uh, kind of by default, I, uh, I I usually don't get out too much. Um, I did yesterday, but uh, Dad, all the precautions are being uh, are being uh, uh, put in place. Yeah, well, okay, just be safe, honey, because that to me, uh, I mean, you're uh, you had your inoculations and all that, so we're doing all right. But yep, I just heard uh, on the news uh, some people came from Africa here. And contaminated a whole bunch of. Oh people. yeah, it's 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 a complete disaster. But the beauty of it is, we have uh, as many people getting sick as we have, but half as many hospitalized. Half as many. In yeah, some, we're, in we're some loaded spot. now. We can't take any more still, people. Still, uh, still, plenty of people there. And if you were to look, uh, if you if there's a hundred people in the hospital uh, in the intensive care unit, like five of them. Are vaccinated. Right now, it took a speed and it's going faster than it did before. The re- the the majority of the people are the knuckleheads who don't get vaccinated. That's yeah, that, that's yeah. the majority of the people who are in there. Uh, I, there's one person I'm not going to mention it, but uh, dear to my heart, as part of my life, uh, he just won't get the vaccination. Oh yeah, it's it's insanity, frankly. It's oh. it's it's the reason why this is going to be here forever. Well, I, I don't know. It is what it is. Okay, I love you guys. I love you too, honey, and thanks for your call, and thanks for a wonderful, wonderful audience. They I are, say, they I are love great. Them for the fact that they spend so much time to oh, connect to me. I'm very blessed. We are very blessed, me, honey. As, as much as they annoyed me earlier today. Yes, indeed. Okay. Okay. All right. All, All right. Your yeah. baby cakes. Okay. Your wife. okay, yeah, I'll say hi to Joanne and or, I mean I'll say hi to Diana and Joanne, you have a great day too. Okay, All right, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. There you go. Another edition of Deer Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. I got a necktie for Christmas, guy. Hey, was that okay for you guys? I mean, was that um I mean I I should have looked at the comments. To see if I um, 
should move on, you know, or maybe like uh, if I asked a question and you didn't like it, I could say, oops, uh, sorry, uh, so-and-so here, Crank doesn't like that question, so uh, I'm going to take that back. You know, maybe maybe we could do that. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. If you were in this room, that is that is the single biggest faux pas. And I'm start, I, I got you fucking figured out. You're doing this because you know I'll react. You are trolling me. That's exactly what you're doing. That's why you called me triggered the other day. You 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 love it. And you know what? Here's the thing about Crank. He's such a shit stir. He'll sit there, his uh, seven foot four inch frame, he'll sit there and be all pensive and thoughtful. And then you turn around and he's just going to get into it. Something mischievous. I got you. I know exactly what you're doing. You jackass. Oh, you pissed me off so bad today. Oh my God. And you know what? Uh, Don't look now, but you know who hasn't pissed me off in a long time? Kenny. Kenny has not pissed me off in a long time. And all of you jackasses who I have ripped on this week, uh, uh, pedophile Dean, uh, 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 sex trafficker, child sex trafficker, Kate, those are your new nickname uh, names, uh, Crank, oh, fuck, Dirk, who lurks in here with a comment. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, you can stay, but what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm not I'm not slabbing the base. I'm just pouting. I'm not slabbing the base. I'm just spreading misinformation. All right. It's no different than what you do to us, dickhead. Bullshit! That is bullshit! Damn it. I think you're kind of right there. I don't know. It's annoying as shit. I'm actually funny. You are not. Jackass. Every one of you. All right. Kenny is still thinking. Kenny's doing great. Kenny is killing it. Uh, see you at Bosco's tonight, Eric. You're going to Bosco's? I would love to go to Bosco's. But I have a hockey... Uh, foot- uh, wait a minute. Damn it. Did you hear that? I have a hockey, but football, a uh, basketball game. All right. Thank you to JM Synthetics. If you would, please consider going through your garage figuring out what lubes you need and then buying them Amsoil uh, Amsoil products, the best in the business from Jason Mays. Amanda says she will go to Bosco's. Stevie says we're going at six. When you go there, please mention me. Okay. And Doug is the bartender. Usually that's Doug Furness. Okay. Get the queen on to tell us about her reaction to the base basement says Aram. Now I okay that this is officially on. You all are fucking too much to defend. Unbelievable. This all started because I brought sticks on 
And as usual, you all started ripping me apart because I was doing something that's a little bit different than what you're used to. Fuck. Come on. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling. Call them 616-516-8579. If you have a problem with your furnace, you might need an after-hours service call. Um, But you should, and I keep stressing this, uh, get that thing tuned up. You've been running it quite a bit lately, especially around here in the uh, upper Midwest. Um, Now, what I'm telling you is if you're in West Michigan, this is who you need to contact to get that thing tuned up. But if you're not around here, obviously... Joe Martinez is not going to uh, drive to uh, too far away to help you. Uh, as a public service, call whatever person is in your area and get that fucking thing tuned up, man. This is a, uh, a pretty, uh, this is a piece of equipment that is quite delicate. And if it, uh, things get messed up, you could put yourself in jeopardy. Plus, it runs like shit if it's not tuned up. Very low efficiency. That means it's working harder, burning more fuel, and uh, you're paying more money. 616-516-8579 for A and E heating and cooling. Dumpster divers. Uh, want you to call them if you're in need of a dumpster. 616-375-9962. Now, this time of year, not as many dumpsters are rented from dumpster divers. You know, a lot of the roofing jobs are on hold until the warmer months. But if you want to, like, uh, get rid of the clutter, there is nothing better than having a baby blue dumpster diver's dumpster in your driveway, and you're just throwing shit in there. Oh, my God. Such a great feeling to get rid of the clutter. Uh, Their dumpsters are priced cheaper than anyone else in the area because when you uh, call on any other company to get a dumpster, they're charging you for a weight limit that you cannot possibly attain by putting all your junk in there. You're paying for something you don't need. Dumpster divers prices their dumpsters weight limit lower. Find out for yourself. Compare 616-375-9962. Great news. This was sent in by Rob in New Jersey. Again. With the subject line about uh, about Dirk, uh, this is deaf. This is a story guaranteed to bring Dirk back. I was so happy to hear this. The largest grocery chain in the United States, Kroger, is making life difficult for you patriots who. Continue to hang on to this notion that the vaccine is bad. The vaccine does nothing. The vaccine isn't tested. We don't know what the vaccine is going to do. Your uh, simple brains keep glomming onto that, all while probably cheering, let's go, Brandon, uh, waving your Trump flag, uh, QAnon, Uh, plotting against the government and the other stupid shit that you engage in as you try to earn a Herman Cain award. Kroger 
Yes. I was so happy with this. Said Tuesday, it is taking away paid leave for unvaccinated employees who get COVID-19. And so, hey, I'm sick. Uh, I, I, I need three weeks off to recover. Okay. Well, you're not getting paid now. Standing ovation. Yes. I am so happy about this. You lose. You good day, sir. You lose. Go get your shot, asshole. And they're requiring them also to pay a monthly health insurance surcharge starting next year. You saw this one coming. The next step is they're going to lose their insurance or they don't insure them or uh, hospitals are going to stop taking people. This is what's going to happen if you jackasses don't get vaccinated. I am sick and tired of hearing the, like I just talked to a guy uh, who's another Reddit uh, uh, person who I've kind of hit it off with. He's, he's a dumb shit, though. Uh, he won't get vaccinated. What the hell is his name? He goes by Eat Meat Save Humanity on Reddit. He's another idiot, just like you dum-dums, who is not getting vaccinated. How come you're not getting vaccinated? Well, because uh, it's an experimental vaccine, and I'm only 31, so I'm healthy. It's like... So this is always the thing that gets me, drives me up a wall. And I, I, I have to explain it to you, you dum-dums, every time. Um, you're wrapped around the me, not we scenario. You don't have a problem with my hospital system, your hospital system being overrun. You think that's good when the cancer patient has to be told that the surgery is not going to happen because of um, the hospital is just flooded with stupid people. You don't have a problem with that. When you see 99% of the people in there are unvaccinated or 90%. I'll even give, I'll even go, I'll give you 10%. You you're like, that's okay because I'm safe because I choose not to. And uh, I'm in the lowest risk group. So uh, what do I care? Yeah. That laugh it up, laugh it up. You dumb shit. Okay. And then the next step, when it mutates again and causes even more trouble, more death, more destruction, you don't care. I will still be here rubbing your face in shit. That's why I am so stoked that Kroger is hurting these people right in the wallet. Yes. The largest supermarket operator sent a company-wide memo memo announcing the changes. Uh, They take effect on January 1. Can you imagine the red ass on those dumb shits? A company spokeswoman said the new policies are intended to encourage staff to get the COVID vaccines, adding it will continue to offer a $100 incentive to all employees who become fully vaccinated. As we prepare to navigate the next phase of the pandemic, we are modifying policies to encourage safe behaviors, including vaccination, said in the statement. 
Uh, Starting next year, salaried non-union employees who are unvaccinated and enrolled in the company's health insurance plan must must pay a monthly $50 surcharge. So non-union employees. Okay, so not everybody is getting this. Uh, But employees who are fully vaccinated are eligible for paid COVID leave if they get a breakthrough case. So if you're vaccinated and you get sick with a breakthrough case, which you'll be fine, take a few days off, go back to work. You will then be taken care of. We need more of this. We need every industry in the United States to do this. Every single one. Okay. I love mandates. I am mandate king. I support all of these communities. I want to live in a world where I drive for one mile and then there's a checkpoint and they say, papers. And I go, here you go. And then I show them, they go, you are a good boy. And then they send me on my way. I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. That's the world that I want to live in. That to me would be ideal living in the United States. That's why we all need to vote for Governor Whitmer in the next election. What? What? Melissa calls me Hitler. That is ridiculous. Kabubi69 writes, natural immunity is more effective than the vaccine. But not more effective than vaccine and antibodies, which we're all going to have, okay? We're all going to get it, and we're all going to get vaccinated because your employer is going to make you. And that makes me so happy. It's coming. I cannot wait to live in a world when all of you dum-dums are forced to get this. It'll make me so happy. Yes, bring it on. Troublemaker Schaefer says, notice that none of this applies to union workers because the unions would eat this for breakfast for now. Prime example of an employer mistreating employees and the exact reason unions exist. Mistreating. (laughs) Come on. Adam says, you'll probably want to get used to living in such an environment. It will probably be a culture shock. You might try moving to Russia for a while first. No, no thanks. All right. Patriot Nick says, it's coming or mandates excite Eric so much. He's coming. How did you know that? Amanda who had sex with all the members of the monkeys except except Mike Nesmith says she got he gets her booster next week nice job lady JDB3304 who pissed me off earlier says we should be focusing more on cancer and diabetes yeah well we're not so go get your shot dipshit Crank says good for you Mitch Connors for making a choice let everyone else make their choice too no we won't You're going to get the shot. You are going to have the shot. And I can't wait till that happens. Oh, I'm going to be so happy when you're all forced to get the shot. Yes. Mandates, mandates, mandates. 
Bring on the mandates. Oh, it makes me so happy. How about this? Let's talk a little pedophilia. Okay. Mm, where is it? Shit. Well, let's talk pedos. Where the hell is that story I saved? Okay, time out. Uh, been a lot of butthole talk. Ah. A Florida woman, Florida substitute teacher. Hang on a second. We're having issues. Go figure. Florida substitute teacher has been charged with sexual battery, sexually battering a student. That term is a little weird to me. When I, when I hear sexual battery, I guess to the letter of the law, that is correct. Uh, but uh, Ayanna Davis, the substitute teacher, went to uh, Lakeland High School and uh, made eye contact with some 16-year-old kid there. And the next thing you know, they are having sex. Twice at her Lakeland home, twice at the kid's home. And it was recorded on Snapchat. The next thing you know... This spreads like wildfire. This spreads uh, faster than Ayana's legs. And the kids are looking at the Snapchat at football pras- uh, practice. They're watching the 16-year-old put it to her. Can you imagine? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm much older than probably all of you. I can't. I mean, seriously. The scandalous nature of what you can see now from... Uh, the perspective of a young person that on a phone, the whole football team can gather around and see little Bobby putting it to the substitute teacher. Uh, I have no idea if this was consensual or she forced him to do this. Uh, It doesn't matter. It's still sexual battery because she is an adult and he is a child to the letter of the law. However, Ayanna Davis is 20. She is a 20-year-old substitute teacher in the schools. And I think that that is a real problem. If you are a school, and and I've heard about this, that the schools that are uh, uh, nearby here are actually hiring. uh, 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 They're so short of substitutes, like college people, to be substitute teachers. And I think that that's a mistake. If I'm running a school district, the last thing I'm going to do is hire someone that young. You see, my wife, I am pretty sure that none of the high school kids that she is with today uh, is looking at my 55-year-old wife wanting to put it to her. I am fairly confident. I mean, I want to have sex with my wife but I am 99.9999% sure that uh, none of the high school students want to have sex with Diana. And I am 10% sure that she does not want to have sex with it. I'm kidding. I can't even finish the joke because God forbid if someone is watching that at the school, that was all stupid. 
No. So she's, you know, of age. You have to have subs who are of age. Okay. So, you know, um, the only way you can have a 20 year old sub is if she's like butt ugly. And this woman is not. This is an attractive 20 year old woman. If you're sitting there having an interview, if you're HR at the school and in walks a hot chick, you're going to say, well, okay, yeah, well, we'll get back with you if uh, if we need the help. Thank you so much for your time today. Like, and then you rip up the application. There's no way you can allow an attractive woman. And you have, you have to discriminate. You have to judge them. And uh, that's exactly what you do. You need to assume if you're running the school and any young person, especially a young girl, well, and a young guy, uh, comes into the school and they're attractive, Say, well, there, this this young man is going to want to have sex with students, and this young woman is going to want to have sex with some of the student body. We will not hire you. You need we need to have women who have our vict and men who are victims of like knife attacks and maybe facial deformities. Uh, perhaps they're burn victims or something like that. These are the only people under age 30 you can have in the school. If they have some type of uh, malfeasance on their face, maybe uh, the, the dog ripped their nose off or, um, I don't know, cancer of the jaw. So they look like that guy who fucking reviewed films before he died. That is the only, these are the only people you should have as subs. Perhaps somebody who has a, uh, uh, you know that um, uh, deal where sometimes you see a, uh, it's, you know, conjoined twins, you know, they used to call them Siamese twins, but then we got woke. No Siamese twins, or I should say you you can allow Siamese. Siamese twins are allowed. People who have been mauled by dogs, burnt, jaw cancer. Uh, maybe a, an abusive parent took their face and put it on the burner of a stove. These are all acceptable substitute teachers. Under 30, attractive, No. Don't even apply. In fact, they might as well just get out in front of it and say, you know, it says uh, women and, mi- and minorities are encouraged to apply. It should say facial uh, uh, reconstructive surgery scars and dog maulings encouraged to apply. No attractive people allowed because this was an attractive person. Uh, let's take a look at her. In fact, I will, I will share it with you right now. So you can uh, you can see this is this is the lady right here, okay? Uh, this is um, the twenty year old woman Ayana Davis who had sex with a sixteen year old student. Now that is her mugshot, so she's not really turning on the charm, but you can imagine with a nice smile that sixteen year old was like, "All right, I'm all about it." And the next thing you know, they are making Snapchat videos for the football team to watch, okay? That is the day and the age that we live in today. So uh, I'm just happy that Diana, at least I'm 99.9999% sure she has not had sex with any of the students. We're getting some terrible comments about that young lady. Uh, This is proof that high school boys would stick it in anything. Armenian symbol maker Zilzhin says this is proof that high or uh, says if he, if it has boobs, teenage boys are looking at it. Life Fest Seven says bullshit. My daughter is twenty five and will graduate in May as a special ed teacher. Okay, now teachers are in are in high demand. I mean, short supply, high demand. 
I get what you're saying. But I have no doubt, Life Fest 7, that your 25-year-old daughter is beautiful. And I'm sure she has no intentions of doing anything uh, that is below board like Ayanna Davis did. Okay? But she needs to be wearing a bag over her head like a Detroit Lions fan with the eyes cut out. The student population should not be able to look at her. Okay? This is the only way we can keep things above board because whether you know it or not when she is ready to retire when she is older um, she will not look the same she will look like a 50 60 year old woman and no kids gonna want to tag that we all know this there's no young high schooler who's gonna want to slam a grandma so we should going forward Uh, Make it so that your beautiful daughter is not seen in the classroom. This would end all of this. And that goes for men, too. You know, some of these men are super handsome young men. And then, you know, remember the Indiana Jones movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when all the high school girls in the 50s or 40s, whatever, they all were in love with Teacher Jones, you know, he was so handsome. They're writing messages on their eyelids. Like uh, uh, the one kid, I think the scene was she, like, blinked, and it said... uh, Put it, put it on one eyelid and then in my ass on the other eyelid. It actually happened in that film. You have to go back and watch it. But uh, yeah, so I, I think that that needs to start happening. Uh, uh, our substitute teachers and our uh, young teachers in general need to be, um, seriously, uh, no one needs to see those people. Kabubi69 says, next week, you'll hear, good morning, class. I am your substitute teacher, Mr. Zane. Oh, God. I hate being around young people. I can't stand it. And I've talked about this. At the YMCA, first of all, they dress in super revealing clothing. And I and I hate young people. I hate the way they look, okay? Because it just seems dangerous to me. And I don't, I'm not attracted to anybody who's younger than 50. I've made that very, very clear on the show. Okay, I'm a normal human being. Some of you sick fucks are attracted to children, and that's gross. Okay, that's a horrible thing. But the kids wear horrible outfits that are way uncomfortable at the Y. And so um, my head normally, because I'm really hyper- like if I go to Meyer, I'm, I'm always like looking around. I'm just kind of like a, 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 a wired creature by nature. But at the Y, I'm like always looking down. I'm just walking around looking down. I just don't dare to even, because occasionally some chick will walk by and I don't want to be, I don't want them to th- uh, feel like I'm looking at them or make them feel uncomfortable because they're wearing gross clothes. There was one chick the other day who was working so hard that, and her pants were so tight that she had sweat that made the clothing discolored darker from where the very top of where her ass cheeks start 
and all the way down. And I, I saw it because she walked right by. It was, there was a, it was a disaster. It was wet all the way down her ass crack and God knows where it wound up. And I'm like, what are you doing? You sick fucking idiot. My God. Shit. You might as well be nude. This is horrible. The Duchess says, what are gross clothes? Well, that. Loose. Wear some loose-fitting, comfortable garments. There is no reason to wear something that revealing. That is horrible. You know? That is just, that is not good. That is a, that is a bad, bad thing if you're wearing that. And then... And then you guys are sitting, well, you know, it's equality. No, no, it's not. I'm not wearing something that shows my cock, you fucking asshole. No. So terrible. Stop dressing like that, you pig women. Fucking sick. Kate, you are a dipshit. Shaming women at the gym. It's... I'm telling you, they're they're revealing too much body. The guys don't do that. Wow, shaming women at that's that shame. They're fucking. I can see the sweat on the crack of their ass. That's horrible. Oh my god. Disgusting. That's not shaming. Shaming is you. And uh, uh, talking about how much you enjoy enjoy sex trafficking young people with Dean. That's shame. Okay? You enabling sex trafficker Dean. Okay? That's a problem. I am so annoyed with all of you today. Nick, you're full of shit. Uh, he, he writes, again, I say, quote, I don't like looking, describes in lengthy detail the lady he didn't like looking at. <sighs> you make it seem like I'm sitting there going, <laughs> no, no, it's this is as fast as the glance goes. I grab a weight. It's that fast. It's obvious. I don't pause and stare, you bastard. I'm not, you, you guys are idiots. Every single one of you. So annoyed. This is terrible. I am never going to forget this podcast. I might as well just stop doing it. This is my last podcast. I'm never podcasting again. Okay. We've covered a lot. Kroger, that mandate, that's great. Florida teacher, substitute is a pedophile. Uh, teachers need to wear, if they're young, need to wear bags on their heads. All very important. I had you show producers telling me to move on. That pissed me off early. Uh, coward Dirk made an appearance and then uh, uh, skulked back to the shadows where he belongs. Get the fuck out of here. And, uh, all right. I didn't even update you. On the mom stealing her kid's identity, the Hannibal Blood Hunter wrestling update, and the dumb shit parents in Cedar Springs, Michigan, 
Oh, God, I cannot wait to talk about that, sh- that uh, shit on the Patreon bonus podcast coming up in moments. <sighs> we'll get to the asshole of the day in just a minute. First of all, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, 616-532-6600, a great local business. If you are in the area or even just a little bit out of the area, please make it a point to take your car or cars to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. You know, our great governor is giving you $400 per car in May. Now, I am encouraging all of you uh, scumbag, liberty-loving, anti-vax patriots to give your money to charity or me or whoever um, because our great governor is giving it to you. But some of you can take that money and get some much-needed car repairs from Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Are all of you Liberty lovers uh, uh, keeping the money that our great governor has given you? Because that would be hypocritical if you did that, right? I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to get all this money in the mail from the governor. And are you going to sneer at it and go, oh, my God, look at this. That bitch gave us money. What are you going to do? I mean, certainly you should give it away, right? You know? Nick says it's their money. Well, I know, but the governor gave it to them. If they hate the governor so much, they... uh. They wouldn't want to. They wouldn't want to keep it, right? Huh. Okay. Seems a little funky to me. I it, it, to me, it's it's calling out your character. Uh, taking money from this woman that you guys uh, plotted to kill uh, in 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 the basement of the vacuum repair shop. That's weird. I don't know how you can look at yourselves in the mirror um, over that one. But, all right, I'm going to take that money and thank our great governor who's trying to keep us safe. Mandates! 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 Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, NEV. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Congratulations to Josh and Mendy. Uh, If you are in the listening area, anywhere that is, except for Maine, Alaska, Hawaii, and South Carolina, please consider reaching out to Mario to get information about a uh, possible mortgage. 231-332-6505. And then, my friends at TC Paintball, today is Little League Day. I love this so much. This is a perfect opportunity for you to do something with your kid, especially the type of kid who might be a little bit concerned about getting shot with a paintball gun. You know, you get shot with the regular standard equipment. It's it stings a little bit for about 15 seconds, maybe. Then it goes away, leaves a nice welt. that looks funny. Look, makes you look tough, especially if you catch one in the neck. Uh, but if you use the low impact equipment, it's, it's not going to do anything. It'll just make a little splotch when the paintball breaks. Uh, sign up for the Little League or just show up. 5 p.m. tonight. 
this evening at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Or get a group together for your bachelor party, a team building for work, your, your bro friends, the neighborhood guys, neighborhood kids, whatever it may be. Get a group together, show up at TC Paintball, and uh, or schedule a party. Get a hold of them ahead of time. Yeah, we want to be there Saturday at 2 p.m. All right, we got you in the book. That's how it works. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Um, you know, I work hard on this show to always give you the straight information. I would never, ever just make shit up to try to upset you. I would never, ever just spew shit out, whether I believe it or not, just to get you riled up about whatever it is uh, is going on, you know, whatever it could be. With that being said, I would like to award... Uh, the audience trolls with the asshole of the day. Uh, you have all done a spectacular job getting under my skin. I would never dream of doing that to you. This is behavior that uh, should not be tolerated. But if you guys want to bully me and boss me around, I guess I just have to take it. I would never dream of saying anything that could uh, somehow... Uh, affect your mindset about anything at all and make you feel bad about the dumb decisions you have made in the past. I have always basically just been warm and fuzzy and have never ever dreamed of doing what you all did to me today. This is a terrible dynamic and it might be the end of the show. I might have to just retire after this horrible, horrible uh, display put on by you. Okay. All right, folks. Enjoy your day. Go get your vaccine. And, uh, or go get boosted. You guys are the best. I will talk to you on the Patreon. By the way, that was a fun raid yesterday. I'm told that the dude was like what's going on he had like one person watching prior to the raid all right thanks folks i appreciate you i'm gonna try to raid that guy again at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.